how to slow down aging and prevent diseases with this not so ancient secret. Welcome to the Absolute Approach Podcast with Clarity H, and this is your health episode. Namaste, this is Clara, yoga and meditation teacher, entrepreneur, author, and global speaker. Welcome to the Absolute Approach Podcast by Clara Day H. Let this podcast serve as your mighty and soul-driven map in this life. Just because the perfect life that you dream of is not happening this second, it does not mean that it's never going to happen. Driven by power and purpose, you can paint your perfect life with the Absolute Approach. Each week, I will be sharing with you my insights on the most important pillars of our lives. Our mind, body, spirit, wealth, and relationships. Expect compelling and sometimes unorthodox views on wellness, entrepreneurship, success, manifestation, and love. If you are on a quest of taking a quantum leap to live the life that you have always visualized, this podcast is for you. Do you believe that everything that exists today results from different ideas and perspectives that have emerged and evolved, creating what we see and know now? People learn from other people to better their lives. So goes the unending cycle of life. In health and nutrition, various cultures have unique ways of achieving the desired outcomes for their health and appearance. And there are always one or two things to learn from all of them. Now, in my yoga teacher training in India, a large part of our curriculum was Ayurveda, which means the science of life. It is also called the mother of all healing. It originated in the Indian subcontinent and has been practiced and still being widely practiced for over 5,000 years. Ayurvedic medicine, or as Ayurveda, is a concept of healthy living and holistic lifestyle that Indians and other cultures have used for millennia. At the core of this concept are principles of good physical health, stable emotional and mental health, and the prevention and treatment of ailments through holistic lifestyle habits that include massage, meditation, yoga, dietary changes, and herbal remedies which could help slow down the aging process as well. Ayurveda views the mind and body as a whole based on the knowledge that one can significantly impact the other negatively or positively. This practice doesn't abide by shortcuts. It goes beyond treating just the physical symptoms of a disease, extending to its underlying causes as it also produces the best possible long-term and even permanent results. Now, according to Ayurvedic medicine adherence, your body, your mind, and soul are connected. And for you to maintain good health, there must be a constant balance among these three elements, mind, body, and soul. 
Now, the media and various health and wellness circles constantly create new and improved techniques to stay in shape and achieve desired body goals. Although this isn't necessarily a bad thing, it can sometimes create confusion and make people feel pressured to fit into a particular standard of beauty. Everywhere you look, there is one diet, weight loss plan, and or another which leads to frustration when it does not produce tangible results. You may argue that the best diet is keto, vegan, vegetarian, or any kind, but the only important thing is finding what suits your unique needs and sticking to what works for you. There's no such thing as a perfect diet or a universal diet or exercise routine. It is never a one-size-fits-all because we all have different goals, body types, and endurance levels regarding health and fitness. Now, one critical factor in maintaining good overall health is being mindful of your digestive health as it can significantly affect your general well-being. Now, question. How often do you have a very satisfying trip to the toilet? Do you have a bowel movement at least two or three times a day or manage to have one? Or are you part of the group of people who have to wait for days only to end up having a very stressful time doing something that should be very easy? In addition to our complicated lives, many people in the world suffer constipation. And this is, in most cases, a result of poor food choices leading to equally poor digestive health. Are your Vedic medicine advocates attaining vitality and longevity by building a healthy metabolic system and maintaining good digestion and excretion? It also focuses on exercise, yoga, and meditation. So practitioners regard it as the close cousin or close sister of yoga. Now, Ayurveda follows the concept of Dinacharya, which states the natural sequences such as walking, waking, sleeping, working, and meditation are necessary for the good health of mind and body. Good personal hygiene, including regular bathing, cleaning of teeth, oil pooling, tongue scraping, and skin care is a common practice in Ayurveda. Now, Dinacharya means our daily cycle, daily routines, or daily regimen, as one may choose to call it. Dina means day, while Charya means response. Charya could also pertain to facial expression and related concepts. Dinacharya is an Ayurvedic healing method that heals both body and mind, inclusive of our consciousness. Every day is a new day, one which will never come again, and tomorrow can never be today, and today can never be yesterday. So Dinacharya has to do with how we can live each day fully, completely, and totally, and in harmony with each passing moment in each passing day. It is an art, ancient as it is, that helps us get the balance that our day requires. It allows us to unfold our inner balance that 
of our bodies, minds, and consciousness. It makes us observant because it also reveals the inner balance of our observation and the things that we observe. And this is to say that Dinacharya is that daily routine. We need to live a life of consciousness, one with fewer regrets, less stress, more productivity, and notable success. Dinacharya is a daily routine that keeps us in balance throughout the day. And if you notice, when you find balance within a day, it has a way of spreading to many other days and even your weeks. So gaining balance in a day is vital if you want to have productive weeks and months. You'll realize that when you feel lost and confused in a day, maybe because you could not handle a situation well, or perhaps something unexpected just hit you, you become overwhelmed. You may realize that because of this, your day is ruined. If you don't take time to sort out what went wrong at the end of the day, you could carry those negative feelings over to the next day. Now in Dinacharya, which is just an aspect of Ayurveda, timing is critical. And the concept of timing, we must follow nature's clock. In all of the world, there are no better or more power medicines, tools, techniques, and methods than to tune in to the laws of nature. With Ayurveda's preventive medicine, Dinacharya is a cornerstone. Every day, there's a time for the sun to rise and a time for the stars to come out. And it happens like that every day. We awake during the day because the sun tells us to. The sun tells us to wake up, go out, and get productive. And when we have been busy the whole day, whether or not being productive when the sun sets, it's our sign to go to bed and have some rest. Do you agree? Basically, we rely on waking up in the morning when the sun rises and sleeping at night as a consistent schedule. The only variable thing is how closely we stick to these natural rhythms of the day. Most people, than you can imagine, are remarkably oblivious to nature's clock. They eat whenever they eat, sleep whenever, talk whenever, and so on. Now, Dinacharya shows us the routines that we can practice to better our lives in respectful ways to nature. The pinnacle of Dinacharya as an aspect of Ayurveda is sleep. We all know slumber is of utmost importance, but really, what time do you go to bed? How long do you sleep? What's the quality of your sleep when you do sleep? If you pay attention to sleep, these things you'll agree that we have grown into irregular sleeping patterns. Dinacharya recommends 8 hours of sleep from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. It describes that in those hours, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is a period of detoxification for our digestive system, for our organs. And when we settle into this routine, we will find ourselves having a better sleep and wake cycle, effectively improving our health. Now, Dinacharya encourages waking at 6 a.m. because it's mostly an hour and a half before sunrise. Waking up at this time enables us to be alert throughout the day. 
I know there is a considerable amount of distractions in each of our lives. The big question is with these distractions, how do we manage to keep up with such a sleep routine? Now, one way we can have a better sleep amidst any situation is to avoid blue lights. Blue lights that are present on a lot of our gadgets. We must learn to keep away from these gadgets three to five hours before sleeping. If that is difficult or impossible, you can try one to two hours. Now, steering clear of blue lights helps put us in a state of serenity so that our sleep can be relaxing and satisfying. Another tip for a night of good sleep is to stay away from any food three hours before bedtime. This interval allows the body to fully digest the food that you had for dinner so that our bodies can relax instead of work as you sleep. Again, this leads to a deeper and more fulfilling slumber. The next tip is journaling. This activity is significantly helpful for people who find it hard to sleep, even though they've prepared themselves to sleep. Pick up your journal and write the things you're grateful for that day or the miracles that you have experienced for the day. Journaling helps you appreciate life while effectively relaxing your mind. You can also try meditating before sleep to clear your mind of the thoughts that keep you lying awake throughout the night. Also, try putting out all forms of light in your room. If there is a window through which light comes in, you can cover it with something that light won't pass through. Cover even the tiny blinking light on your Wi-Fi router so that there is really no visible light in your room. Another routine in Dinacharya is inner and outer cleansing, so apart from better sleep. So we have had a good sleep and now we're up. What next? It's already common practice to take our baths and brush our teeth when we wake. The cleansing process that Dinacharya prescribes is when we clean our bodies and brush our teeth, we remove disease-causing bacteria from our bodies. Dinacharya emphasizes tongue scraping because countless deep-seated toxins live on the tongue. So normalize using a good tongue scraper. Our ears and nasal passages need cleaning as well. There are suitable devices for this purpose. Clean and distilled water is also recommended. Our nasal passages are the doorway to our prana, our life force. So we have to pay particular attention to that. It explains why any problems with our nasal passages affect our entire mood. We feel so uncomfortable and sick. Now, after cleaning, you can also apply sesame oil or coconut oil to your nasal passages. Use a nasal irrigator to cleanse your nasal passages. Another aspect of cleansing is oil pooling. Get two spoons of coconut oil, gargle it in your mouth, and spit it out. It helps clean the mouth and prevent bad breath. Make sure not to swallow it, and when you spit it out, spit it out in the trash. Do this oil pulling for 10 to 15 minutes, and if this is difficult, gradually build it up 
try three minutes on your first attempt, then four, then seven, until you can perform the prescribed 10 to 15 minutes. When you wake up, drink at least one to two glasses of warm water. Hydrating in the morning is highly recommended. You can increase the hydration benefits by adding lemon to your drinking water. And when we sleep, we dehydrate. So we have to make up for the fluid loss when we wake up. Morning hydration also helps with constipation and emptying our bowels. So after cleaning ourselves, the next part of the Ayurvedic routine is Abhyanga, which refers to self-massage. Now, few of us do this, but it is exceedingly helpful in improving blood flow in our body, lubricating our joints, relaxing the nervous system. It also gives us harmony because it is an act of self-love. Just the motion of oiling your body and massaging it gives you the fulfillment of self-love. It isn't just physically beneficial but mentally advantageous as well. Perform self-massage with warm oil for 15 minutes before bathing. Use sesame oil or olive oil. Don't worry, you don't need to be a masseuse or a masseur to do this because it is pretty easy. In circular motions, massage the nerve endings on your head, neck, shoulders, and muscle areas. You will immediately notice a feeling of rejuvenation. Massage your abdominal area to help activate your digestive system. You can elevate the experience by doing a simple foot massage as well. Now that we have paid adequate attention to outer cleansing, we move on to yoga, which Ayurveda recommends as a form of inner cleansing. You do not need to devote long periods for yoga. You just have to incorporate the practice into your life. 15 to 30 minutes will go a long way. There are many yoga for beginners sources online to help you jumpstart your yoga journey i have yoga for beginners in my youtube channel by the way so do breathing exercises while at it as it will bring you more relaxation energy yoga and pranayama or breathing exercises prepare us for deeper meditation always remember this having a clear and quiet mind is not a requirement for meditation but a result of meditation the only requirement is willingness i'm saying this especially for those who are continuously discouraged from yoga and meditation because they feel they don't have a clear enough mind just sit down close your eyes and observe your breathing you can build up how long you do this for but let it be a part of your daily routine now let's briefly talk about bathing dinacharya places high regard on bathing, also known as saucha. It symbolizes purification. Bathing removes sweat, dirt, and fatigue. It is a catalyst of divine energy. You can even observe this after you take a bath. You feel pure, rejuvenated, and pumped for the day. Now, our routine should also include our eating habits and food consumption. After bathing and cleansing, it's usually time for eating. We must take particular care of what we consume because what we consume is directly related to the function of our digestive system. 
what time we eat is also of great importance. There are times to eat based on our energy and the laws of nature. The best time to have your breakfast is from 8 to 9 a.m. And the food we consume for breakfast should be light. The explanation is that our digestive systems are not yet fully activated to handle heavy foods. Fruits are an excellent choice. Now, if you're not hungry, just stay hydrated. As for lunch, the recommended time is 12 to 1 p.m. Our lunch should be the heaviest because our digestive systems are the most active during this period, just like when the sunshine is at its peak this time. Dinner time is ideally at 6 to 7 p.m. Ideal foods for dinner are lightly cooked vegetables. Also, make it a habit not to eat when stressed. At times of stress, our body produces cortisol, which inhibits the proper functioning of digestive enzymes. So no stress eating, please. After dinner, it's time for sleep again, and the whole cycle repeats itself. That basically is what Dinacharya is about. Those routines we should normalize for the optimal function of our body so we can slow down the aging process. Following these routines will lead to a long and healthy life filled with harmony, happiness, and love. And my hope for you, my friend, is for you to live longer with energy, beauty, and wisdom so you can bless more lives. And if you enjoyed this episode and would want to hear more health and nutrition episodes, send me a message in my socials at ClaraDayH. And if you are listening to this before April 2022, my book, How to Never Diet Forever, The Nine Powerful Secrets to Live a Life of Beauty, longevity, and fulfillment without counting calories ever will be released a few weeks from now. We will be announcing how you can pre-order via my socials at ClaraDayH so you can grab the signed limited first edition. Make sure you follow me on my socials and stay tuned. And thank you for joining me in this week's episode of the Absolute Approach Podcast by Clara Day H. Download this episode or share it with the people you care for. Let's connect through my socials at Clara Day H. You can send in your questions or share what you think of this week's episode. See you next Tuesday and until then, believe in your power and embrace your purpose. Stay amazing, my friend. Namaste.